Sideline views. Sideline views. Sideline views. Shoes. He still has got his shoes. Yeah, uh, crowd loudest for a full game. I thought for sure. Like it was great. Yeah, uh, the only kickoff was the Bills game that rivaled it. Which that one? Was, that was the the this, I'm saying this this season. Okay. Oh, this um, this year. season at, at at Arrowhead, where I had to I literally had to turn my volume to 11 to be able to hear Mitch and Dana upstairs. Uh, this was the same type of thing, but multiple times during the game. That's awesome. Uh, the crowd was awesome. It's hard to tell when you're in the stadium how truly no, loud, it loud it is. It sounded it was, loud. It was really loud. But you got a better view than anybody being down there. Yeah, it was It was really loud. Because I, I judge it by, by if I have to turn my, my thing to 11, to be able to hear uh, Mitch and Dana. And there were quite a few times where I'm like, okay, I don't I don't, I don't hear the guys. <laughs> Give me more volume. The, the crowd was awesome. Uh, the crowd was terrific. In fact, so, so terrific that... Um, Jalen Watson, after the game, told me that it affected them on defense. The crowd got me in trouble a little bit because I couldn't hear none of the calls. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Sometimes it does affect the defense at home, yeah. right? They're making so much noise trying to counteract the offense. you got to get some calls right. Yeah, it definitely affects the defense. Nick tries his best to, you know, get us the calls. But once there's no huddle in offense and someone's 20 feet away from you, you're not going to hear anything they're saying. So. Yeah. The crowd got me in trouble, he says. <laughs> so, no, you were awesome. I Fans were awesome. Fantastic. Obviously, juiced by Bur- or, uh, Bur- Burrow, juiced by uh, Trevor Lawrence, you yep, know. Yep, 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 Saying that, you know, I can't imagine it's going to be as loud as it was in Jackson. Well, yeah, right. it was. No, it was, it was louder, I'm sure. It wasn't one louder. It was a lot louder. It a lot louder. Really, really good job. So, yeah. I thought only, I think that I kick off the Bills game, that place was so amped that this one had it going. There's one, there was one spell where it got a little quiet and then the top really would have blown off the place. Had we not had the timeout at the fourth quarter. Yeah. When Naughty got when that Naughty sack, made that play. They, yeah. I hope they had a meter on. <laughs> I hope they did it. They you know, couldn't get it verified. Cause that Guinness guy that you could pay off with beers wasn't there. But if they had the meter on when Naughty got that sack mm-hmm. and it was so disappointing, like, and we back in the fourth quarter. I'm like, no, let's keep playing. Yeah. Let's keep playing. The building is just rocking. Yeah, because I know I took a deep breath. I yeah. didn't sit one time yeah. on Saturday. I don't know why I had a seat. Like, I didn't even, nobody sat around. We were standing the entire time. And Arrowhead is the perfect reason why companies should never take what people say on social media as fact or anything that matters. Because when they play friends in low places, and I'm going to continue to say this. Yeah. When they oh, play yeah. friends in low places at Arrowhead, it is so freaking awesome. I texted somebody with the Royals after, during that game when that's going on. I said, we need this back at the K. The only reason Friends in Low Places was not played at Kauffman Stadium is because people on Twitter who don't go to anything 
are complaining about friends in low places. People join in. 78,000 fans were screaming their heads off the friends in low places. That is a great stadium anthem, and we need that back at the K, and I'm planting my flag on that one. In fact, I'm going to go out there today and start playing at the Crawford Stadium. Crowd was awesome, and again, another example of why I am firmly in the camp of play the damn championship games and home venues. How great was Buffalo yesterday, too, though? I mean, with that snow and everything. How great is Kansas City and Philly going to be? Oh. This week, could right? you could you ask for two better locations for a championship game? Even think about neutral site. I didn't want the door opened because I know they sold a bunch of tickets and they're going to try to find a better way to make a bunch of money for all the teams. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope the owners are in the camp of if we're in this position, we want this game because that's what is playoff football in a home venue is what it's about. I'm watching the two games, just the two, you know, the, the Chiefs game and then the, the Buffalo game. The snow coming down oh, so and the rain coming down. I don't want to be in a dome in Atlanta. That would have sucked. Yeah, your feet would have been warm, though. You know what I mean? Like, I want the elements in the postseason. It's about the elements. It's about home atmospheres. And I thought that was perfectly on display. Like, that's a game that belongs in Kansas City when they earn the right for it to be in Kansas City. Right, right? exactly. Yes. You can earn it on the field. Someone gets to get home field advantage, whatever. Those need to be home fields in the championship game from here on out. That's why. That crowd uh, Saturday, that Buffalo crowd yesterday, the two crowds that we're going to have next uh, this upcoming week are going to be off the hook. And then it started Enough. snowing right before we all started to get ready to go in, and it was yes. like perfect timing of the snow. Like, this is, the and, like, this is what it's about. Yeah. This is the playoffs. Let's go, NFL. Don't mess it up. Don't. Thank goodness Cincinnati won yeah, and pre- since, prevented this neutral site. Thank you, nonsense. Cincy, for wrecking that script. I yep. appreciate that you uh, did that. Uh, the chaos that was the Mahomes injury, um, it was fascinating to watch the the whole thing go down on the sidelines. And I think TV, it sounded like TV did a pretty good job of like the ISO cams and, and what have you, because one, you saw Mahomes not want to come out at all. He ran over to the bench and tried to get a quick tape job during a little stoppage of play and they couldn't get to it. And so he ran back out on the field and he gave it, a, gave it his go. And then the lobbying that was going on for him to not go back and get an x-ray frankly took a long time. Like, I get it. He's the franchise quarterback. They were trying to talk. We got it. We got to go get this. Why wouldn't he want to get an x-ray though? He wants to stay out there. We got to go get this looked at. We got to go get this looked at. He's doing the head shaking. He's, he's pleading with the guys. He's got, he's got Andy Reid, Rick Burkholder. Uh, He's got both Nagy and Bietemi coming up to him and they're, they're going or something. He's shaking his head. He's trying to wave him off. And then finally he gets one more circle around to dad. Dad says, "Uh uh, get back to the locker room spikes his jacket and runs down the tunnel. It was, it was so bad. Well, I mean, but it, it took that, that whole sequence took a long time to get him to that point. We're like, they need to go look at this. Let, let them go look at it. Let our medical, you know, kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, Andy Reid probably saying, let our medical staff go look at this thing. We got this. You go get it taken care of. Come back when you're ready, come back. And then obviously he goes out and it was a quick, it was a quick, quick x-ray. I mean, really quick. And I don't know how much tape they could have possibly. I mean, because he wouldn't have given him enough time. And then he comes running back out. They throw the coat on him. He sidles right next to Andy Reid again. And it's in the middle of that that heady drive where I think Andy Reid just say, look, we got this. We got this. And they did keep him at bay for a little while longer. And then then I saw the pivot, which was which was awesome, by the way. So Mahomes lobbying to play. I want to get in. I want to get in. I want to get in. When it became clear. 
We're going to finish the half without you. He flipped, and he was the biggest Henny helper he could be. They all gather around. All the brain trust gets around in between. Uh, Is that next to the hamburger helper? Yeah, when the defense gets on the field, and you got you got Nagy, and you got Biennemi, and you got Mahomes, and then you got um, usually you got Henny, and you got Bouchelle. You know, all the quarterbacks are there and all the offensive guys. And then Andy Reid makes, you know, some appearances, right? But that group gets together and gets, well, Henny was sitting in Mahomes' seat and Mahomes is there and he's got the tablet out and he's whatever, whatever you need. And he turned into assistant coach like that. Um, I think once it was, you're not playing until you're not playing until at least halftime. Yeah. And I thought that was good to see. Like he could have just still been like, I want to get in. Come on, come on, come on. Nope, I'm not getting in. I'm going to help Chad Henny. Every way I can possibly do it. Well, and I think that there's two things to look at. Number one, Mahomes not wanting to get the x-ray right away is like us telling our kids, pick up your stuff now. Don't put off to tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah. Go get the x-ray. It's, Let's be done with it. It's going right? to happen. You're going to pick up your right. clothes. The longer this takes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. longer you don't or, have your or, phone, right, right? right? So like with Mahomes, the longer it takes you to go get this x-ray, the less football you're going to play. So you decide what you want to do. Number two, there may have been a little bit of worry that he didn't want to see what was on that x-ray too, which is part of the reason why he didn't want to go get that yeah, thing I don't want to know anything. Right? I can fake my way through I it. can fake my yeah. way through and if I, they see something, then they're going to shut me yeah, down. And yeah, yeah. no, no. so I, that, that was par- probably yeah. part of the reason as well why he didn't want to go through that whole thing. But I'm just thinking of like like the kids again. I mean, like pick up your toys, pick up your stuff. I'm not doing it. I'll do it later. I'll do it. do it now and be done with it. Just do it now and get it done with, and then we can get you back in the game. So um, my crew went to the game on uh, on Saturday. This was the the game they want. They want to go to a playoff game. Cool. We're going to go to a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, my daughter didn't ask who they're playing. How did she not know from listening all week I, and then rewinding and listening on the Odyssey app? She does listen uh, on her way to school because I I know because I've I've seen the car punch to 610. I'm like, all right, all cool. right look at you. Look at her. Uh, not, way to go, kid. Not always listening. So uh, they did their little tailgating bit. They go in the stadium, do whatever. All of a sudden, I get a text right before kickoff that says, did everyone fail to mention that that long-haired guy was here? <laughs> <laughs> she loves Trevor Lawrence. She's loved him since college. Huge fan, right? Doesn't know what his name is. Yeah, huge Doesn't fan. know what his team was. Has seen enough games sitting on the couch with Pop to go, that boy's cute. 16-year-old daughter, by the way. Yeah, right? And that, mm-hmm. that long-haired guy was here. Mm-hmm. So... So then after the game's so over. was she rooting for Jacksonville then? Not really. But she was rooting for the Chiefs. But then even in the car in the Roy Hem, she's like, you know what? She goes, I I could possibly wear his jersey when the Chiefs aren't playing. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, okay. That's what you're going to spend your money on yeah. that you're working hard so, at 16 to yeah. get is a Trevor so, Lawrence jersey? So then, so then we had that. And then yesterday, I'm – I think she questioned, like, well, what are we going to do today, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I'm watching football. Right. Yeah, watching. I don't know what She's you're like, doing. Another, another game? I'm like, yeah, there's important games. And so then the, the game's going. and You drive. Go entertain yourself. She's not really paying attention, but she says – so are we playing the Bengals? And I go, yeah. She goes, wow, wow. She goes, I, I really like that Joey guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I like the playoffs. <laughs> that was her quote. She goes, I like the playoffs. Because <laughs> the Chiefs are facing all the cute quarterbacks, oh, apparently, in the NFL. So, yeah, be careful. It's not always about football with your uh, with no. 16-year-old daughter. Son very much into discussing the X's and O's and how they're going to match up next week. She had no punch. Oh, Bengals. Okay. Joey Burrow. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So she'll be watching the game if only for for Burrow. I got one daughter that will watch the Chiefs and one that doesn't even know what day it is most of the time. (laughs) 
And both are fine. That's a, both there's, very there's, there's fine. Both, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's the dynamic of that one, too. And mine's walking around yelling, Watson, yeah. yeah. Watson, yeah. Perfect. <laughs>